Welcome to the RCAP USA Roundup. Today's episode features RCAP USA's CEO, Bill Bullard, in his weekly address. Hello, I'm Bill Bullard with RCAF USA, the voice of the independent cattle producer in the United States of America. Well, several years ago, RCAF USA argued that the process of vertical integration, that is the process of capturing control over the live cattle supply chain away from independent cattle producers is just that. It's a process or a strategy and it doesn't happen overnight. Now, independent cattle producers have long contended that if anything is to control the live cattle supply chain, it should be competitive market forces not corporate control. Nevertheless, the process of vertical integration in the U.S. cattle industry is well underway. The process started years ago with the concentration of the marketplace, which reduced marketing opportunities for cattle producers and accorded the few remaining beef packers the power to decide who does and who does not have timely access to the market. Now, it's quite obvious that our cattle industry, in which just four big packers control 85% of the fed cattle market, is an industry with few marketing opportunities and one in which the packers can control who has timely access to the market. Now, one way that packers can control timely access to the market is to shrink the open cash market, the cash or spot market where the industry's price discovery occurs. And obviously that has already happened. The open cattle market for fed cattle represented less than 18% of the volume of fed cattle procured by the packers during the third quarter of 2021. But there are other strategies available to the concentrated packers to control timely access to the market. About eight years ago, we argued that packer procurement practices back then facilitated a division of the marketplace that could eliminate competition for certain subclasses of cattle in certain regions. So what does that mean? Well, back then we pointed out that at least one packer had imposed restrictions on the type of cattle that it would accept. Back then, the restrictions we were aware of were based on the animal's height, weight, and the length of any horns. But even back then, eight years ago, we cautioned the industry. We said the imposition of certain restrictions on the type of cattle a beef packer will purchase could constitute an outright denial of access to the marketplace for producers with only one or two packer buyers. Otherwise, it could result in the division of the marketplace If, for instance, one beef packer were to accept only steers, only heifers, only Holsteins, or any hornless cattle, if this were to occur, or if it is occurring, the marketplace could be sufficiently divided by the few beef packers to severely limit competition for each subclass of cattle, if not eliminate competition altogether. And lo and behold, today we're hearing reports that some producers of red-colored or charlotte-colored cattle in some regions are having trouble gaining timely access to the open fed cattle market. And now we're looking into this and we need the industry's help to get to the bottom of it. Obviously, if restrictions based on the color of cattle were being imposed, and if they were to become widespread, this would reverberate all through the live cattle supply chain, causing reductions in the price of lighter weight red or white feeder cattle. So this is an extremely important issue that raises an extremely important question. If cattle producers themselves do not closely monitor the marketplace to ensure it's operating in a fair and competitive manner, then who in the world will? That's right. If cattle producers themselves do not remain vigilant and report potentially unfair or anti-competitive practices as they unfold, then every cattle producer will be at risk of succumbing to the control by the packers. 
Now, there's two things you can do right now to prevent these type of restrictions to the open cattle market. And you should contact your U.S. senators and tell them first to become a co-sponsor and quickly pass Senate Bill 949. This is the bill that would increase the volume in the open market, which will minimize the effects of anyone trying to control timely access to it. And you should also tell your senators to become a co-sponsor and quickly pass Senate Bill 2716, the bill that restores mandatory country of origin labeling for beef. It should be obvious that the billions of pounds of beef imported into the U.S. each year is not identified as to the color, size, or height of the animal from which it was derived. Now to learn more and to help us ensure your markets remain open and competitive, visit our website at r-calfusa.com and to learn more about mandatory country of origin labeling, please go to our labelourbeef.com website. That's all one word, labelourbeef.com. So thank you for your help and your support and have a productive week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the RCAF USA Roundup. To learn more about RCAF USA, visit our website, www.r-calfusa.com.